Laurie Fowler, thanks for joining me. No problem, Brett. I have a question. Are you more known as a Richmond player or a Melbourne player, do you think? Uh, I don't really know if I'm known at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, people just walk past and go, God, that guy looks familiar. Uh, no, no, not like that. Do you have no, more no, Richmond no. people come up to you or Melbourne people? Um, How about that? Probably more, probably more Richmond people. Okay. Um, because of the fact that... Um, I think at work we've got more Richmond than Melbourne, oh, and right. they're very Good. keen and all up and about at the moment. And uh, um, yeah, yeah prob- probably the fact that we've just got so many more Richmond supporters. I think I should get the most obvious question out the way, if that's all right. Right. Where did you hit John Nichols when you collided with him in the 1973 Grand Final? Where did I hit him? Where did you make Where did you make contact? I think it might have been his chest. That was about it. With your shoulder. Uh, yes. Right, okay. Where were you playing that day? Uh, back pocket. Right, so while I was watching the replay again, I think Jezelenko kicks the ball down. So who were you playing on in that game? Um, I'm just trying to think. It would have been um, um, Vinny Contagio. Right, okay. Um, he had come into the side, um, and um, <clears> they, had, I think Crane had been injured at that stage. But, right. Uh, would have been would have been Vinnie Cattaccio. And I think Rex Hunt might have been on John Nichols at the time. Oh, yes, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. Can I just... I do, think you, do you remember the, the, the incident? Do I remember the incident? Yes, certainly. Yeah. Yep, still do, yeah. I think it's just one of those things you make a split-second decision. Yeah. Um, and I've made the right one, as far as I was concerned. Yeah. Um, and look, you know, you, um, you're never going to pull out it. <laughs> Um, in a, in a, with about a hundred thousand people watching, yeah. um, and I mean that day we were just on a mission, <laughs> and um, you know nothing was going to get in our way. And was it was it near the start of the game? Uh, probably would have been probably about five or ten minutes into the game. Right, so uh, the adrenaline is still pumping. Oh yeah, it, yeah. you know uh, you know grand finals, uh, you know there's no second chances on grand final day. Now you weren't reported for it, were you? No, I wasn't. Okay. No, right. No, these days obviously things would have changed would a hell think, of a yeah. lot. I would think you'd be um, in trouble, unfortunately. Yeah, um, but um, no, it, um, it wasn't a report. It was a free kick, and I think he kicked the goal in the end. Some say that it, it changed the game. Do you feel that? Oh no, I don't. Look, I don't really believe it. I I can always remember walking across from the Richmond Football Club across the car park to the MCG. And to me, there was no way known that we were going to get beaten that day. <laughs> so when you say, and I mean, um, when you've played with Richmond for a, for a certain amount of time, you learn to, uh, like through the under, I was fortunate, I had went through the under-19s, I went through the reserves, and every September, we were practically in every grand final. Mm-hmm. So it was just the norm. There was nothing to get um, <laughs> nervous about. It was just we were there and, and we were expected to be there. Um, have you ever spoken to Stephen Ray about that moment? Ah, uh, yes, I have. Do you, do you know what he says? Oh <laughs> uh, well, he, he just thought it was 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 good. That was about what he said. When I spoke to him, he said it's he said it's the second greatest moment he's seen in sport. Oh, gee, I, I think he's been. I went, wow. I said, what's the first? He said, Kathy Freeman winning the four hundred meters. Oh, gee. he said both <laughs> times. He said they were just. It was just. 
hand, a hair on the back of the neck. It was just like, wow. So I, I suspect that maybe Stephen was getting caught up in the adrenaline as well. At the time. I think he's being a little kind. But as I said, I think everyone that day, and I think what happened the year before, yeah, uh, when oh, we were favourites uh, in 72 against you, Carlton. You are in that game? No, I wasn't. I was sitting in the stand watching it. Oh, and why was that? I wasn't good enough to get a game. Simple as that. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it was a fabulous, a fabulous time at Richmond. It really was, and yeah. um, uh, it was very hard to break into their into their senior side. It was as simple as that. Well, who who, who were you up against in the back pocket normally? To, to um, would have been well. Kevin moved out of the back pocket. Tommy moved Kevin out of the back pocket to play him on the ball. Well, that's a relief. And yeah, <laughs> and look when. Kevin, back in those days, they had to come out of the side to go and play for Victoria. Yes. Yeah. And I got to look in occasionally in that situation. Right. Uh, but then the big move was, to, uh, you know, Tommy decided to move Kevin out onto the ball and, and that left the back pocket open. And um, uh, there was an opportunity. Um, and as as time, I think the next year, I missed out on the 74 and, and Mervyn went back to the back pocket and... Um, Someone came out, I think it might have been Kevin Morris, or came into the halfback flank. Yeah, so things mind. changed around. And, and look, you just had to have good form all the time. Um, and that was the pressure of, uh, pressure of uh, having a good side. Did, uh, does, <coughs> did you ever speak further to John Nichols after the game? No, believe it or not. Um, Jared Healy got us both on the radio together, oh. um, or probably about four or five years ago. Oh, right. And it was sort of a, it was a bit of a setup. I don't think uh, John knew anything about oh, it, which was probably so a little bit unfair. Down. Yeah, that would have gone. Yeah, down so that, that's a bit, that's about it. So your paths no. haven't crossed, no. just in general. Okay, no, right. yeah, no. I think Richmond supporters would be interested to know how many premierships you played for Richmond during your time there. How many did you play in? Um, well, we were very fortunate. Well, I was very fortunate. I had Ray Jordan. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> And uh, we're going back a little bit here, and uh, we had I had two years in the under 19, so I had two premierships. We had a runners-up in the reserves, a premiership in the reserves, and a premiership in the um, seniors. So I was very, very fortunate. I had very good coaches at that stage, and um, I was, you know, residentially bound to play with Richmond. Um, I was a mad Melbourne supporter. Um, initially, I was disappointed, but I would never have played league football without the assistance of um, you know the coaching staff there, Ray, and especially Tommy. Wow! So there's that's so you're one of just a few people to play in a premiership on three different levels with Richmond. Uh, I don't know how, how many have. I thought there'd be a few. I think Ian Owen has. Yeah, Ian. Yes. Um, I reckon Emma Dunn would have. Yeah. And I'm just trying to think... And there might be um, one or two more we're missing, but I don't think there's many. What, what sort of a back pocket player were you like, Laurie? I was a battler. <laughs> a battler? I don't I think that's battler. fair, is it? That's not fair. Oh, I, think, I think it is. Uh, look, I, I, enjoyed, um, I enjoyed running long distances. Um, I had a reasonable stamina, but no pace. And uh, uh, I wasn't real quick. So, as I said, I, I was very fortunate. I went down uh, as a sentiment and uh, I played one game in the under-19s and, and I thought, oh, look, you know, did reasonably well. And um, Ray said, look, you're never going to make it as a sentiment, mate. <laughs> he said, uh, I think you better start playing in the back pocket. So that's where it all started from. And um, we went from there. And After you, please. Yeah, he was, um, you know, he was terrific, Ray. Uh, he was hard. Yeah. Um, but um, he was uh, really good. Can you still picture his 
squeaky voice sort of coming across the ground at you? Oh, he never needed, never needed a runner, put it that way. He used, to get in, <laughs> he used to get in the gym, there used to be a little gym underneath the grandstand. That's right, yes. And uh, you could hear him, even with the trains rumbling past, <laughs> at, uh, through the Richmond station, you could still hear him down there. I don't know why he had a runner. Uh, the interesting part was that you used to have your girlfriends and you had your family and your, you know, your mum and dad's in the grandstand and the superlatives that came out of that window was just unbelievable. I'm, I'm not shocked, Laurie. I'm not shocked at all. No, and, and of course the umpires certainly heard a little bit of it all going on as well. Yes. But those days, as we keep saying, have changed a little bit since then. He didn't give you a nickname or anything, did he? Uh, no, he actually used to call me Lawrence. Lawrence? Never Laurie. He used to call me Lawrence, yes. Well, he was he was Raymond Clarence, I think, Jordan. Well, yeah, oh, he, he was a definite character. There's no, no doubt about it. There was, he was just a, a one-off. He really was. But uh, he was very good in moulding... Um, you know, guys to to move yeah. up into the into the ranks, and you know, um, when you left the under nineteens, you were a fit, and um, put it this way, you were at the level of maybe a reserve situation. Right. Yeah. Um, you weren't as seniors, but you moved in the reserves, and you felt at home um, because of the way he had prepared. And of course, back in those days, um, with Tommy, you learnt one style right through the whole club. Which right. doesn't occur now yeah, anymore. True. Right. Yeah. yeah. So therefore, he was he was teaching what Tommy wanted to see in these seniors, and that was you know uh, happening in the under 19s Well, it was. I mean, he, he coached five premierships. Uh, yeah, slow. and he went to. I think he went to North Melbourne, and then he went to Melbourne. I think sometimes the Richmond fans don't realise how great he was. I, I know in the last few years, I've I've put his name up for the Richmond Hall of Fame, thinking he. Well, thinking he yeah, he. When you look at the amount of players that came through the under-19s, yeah. and, and look, clubs were very lucky to get one, maybe two, mm. out of the under-19s, and he was producing probably four or five or even more. I mean, all the guys that, you know, during my era that went through, you had Mervyn, you had Woody, you had Barmy, um, I think even um, uh, Royce came through. There was just so many That's that right. just came through, um, Cameron... Cameron Clayton, yeah. there was just so many that started in the under-19s and just went through and played senior football. You said earlier that you, you loved running long distances. Rather. I did, yeah. yeah I found how, long, how long were we talking? How far would you run? Well, it's many years ago. I was at school and uh, we were doing cross-countries and of course back in those days the kids used to muck about on the cuss and I thought, oh, blow it, I'm going to get fit this year and, and have a go at it. And from that point on, um, I got to the stage where I'd, where I was living in Oakley. I'd, I'd, ring, I'd run to Caulfield and back. <clears throat> and during when I was playing uh, footy, I'd, I'd run home from the city. Uh, those sort of things. I just just enjoyed running. So that would have put you in good stead um, throughout the whole season. Like, uh, uh... oh yes, it was a prepar- It was a preparation uh, situation, and um, uh, it, it certainly put miles in leg. And, and you know, um, Tommy Tommy was another one who was was tremendously uh, uh, interested in doing long distances and doing all that sort of work because he used to run around the tam with the players. Yes. And he would hold his own. <laughs> he would. And then go back searching for the whale. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, the whales cut through the uh, botanical yeah. gardens. <laughs> yeah. That's that's typical whale. Well, yeah. you, you would have been up the front, I'm guessing. Uh, oh, no, no, no. There were some really good runners. Oh. Um, Ian Owen, um, I'm trying to think who... There was some, you know, some really good athletes, um, um, but I, you know, 
it was certainly a little bit easier for me than some of the others. Maybe you should have become the actual Richmond runner as well, Laurie. Uh, no, I'd get too too much involved in the game, I think, to be a runner. <laughs> really? Okay, fair no, enough. White line fever, I think they call it. Who's the, who was the reserves coach during your time? We had Verdon Howe. Right, yes. Yes, of course. Uh, he, yeah. he, he was there at that stage. Um, for, for, for a few years. Well, he might have coached and, uh, the Premiership, did he? Uh, yes, I think he yeah. did. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was the year that um, would have been 72. Paul and the seniors, Yeah, and the seniors got beaten. And, uh, of course, the, you know, we were, we were happy we were premiers, but uh, there was a bit of a damper when the seniors didn't win, of course. And Tommy just called, pulled everyone into, you know, into, into the room and said, look, you know, the club's all about winning Premierships and the seniors, and that's the way it is. Well, yeah, losing 72, I know for Tommy was just a big... Um, oh, it was the one that, you know, the, the 72 was the one that we expected to win. 73 is probably the one that they didn't expect to win. I mean, we got we got knocked out, uh, when I say knocked out, we got beaten uh, by right. Carlton early in the draw. Yep. And we had to just keep coming back and, and I th- we would have been probably four goals down. And um, we had Royce Hart sitting on the bench and he came on against Collingwood and turned the game. And without that, we would never have made the grand final. You were there at just the glory time of Richmond. Oh, uh, very fortunate. You know, it's a whole story. I mean, you can just be... I was lucky enough to be there when Tommy was there and, yeah. and also Ray Jordan was there. And it was... It, and it still is... It is just a fabulous club. They, they are so, so good to their past players and uh, it was exciting. And it's just an honour to say that you've uh, played football with Richmond and with, with the players that we, play, we played with. I mean... Uh, some of the greats, some of the all-time greats. In your mind, when you think back to those times of seniors, reserves and under-19s, who's one or two of the players that for you were just outstanding? Oh, this, look, Ian Stewart. Yep. Um, he, is, um, uh, he was unique. Um, he didn't train a he lot. He is a unique person too. <laughs> <laughs> look, I always found, look, Ian, um, I always found, he was very good to me. Yeah. I can tell you the story that one particular night after after training and uh, one of the kids went up to one of the players and asked for the autograph and he said, no, nah, look, I'm too busy, I'm too tired. Ian said, look, come over here, what's your name and everything and spoke to the spoke to the young kid and, and it always stuck in my mind that was the way he was. Yeah. And, and, and he was just so kind. Yeah. Um, you know, he's um, he was just... Just uh, magnificent hands. He just read the game well. Uh, Tommy used to do. I used to do a lot of um, one-on-ones with Ian. Oh, okay. um, yeah. A lot of contesting work with Ian, and uh, he he was just unbelievable. Um, you've got Francis. Francis um, would run through a you know, run through a brick wall. Uh, he um, he was. He was he was just something special. I mean, uh, the guy just lived and you know for his football, and uh, he was just so desperate. Um, yeah, so, yeah, look, you can keep going. There's Kevin. I mean, uh, Kevin just kept on playing and playing, and didn't train too hard, Kevin. No, but no. but he but he performed of a Saturday, and and that's all that, that mattered. You got Kevin Sheedy, who improved his uh, school level out of, out of sight. He came from Paran. Um, and ended up, um, you know, being one of the top players playing in the centre and ruck roving. Uh, you've got Dickie Clay. You, you can just, you know, Royce Hart, centre-half forward, Royce Hart. Mm. Uh, you know, Barry Richardson. I mean, how, how he played as many games as he did with, with the knees that he had, you, I really don't know. 
Did you but suffer many injuries was, yourself? Uh, I had a knee, knee, I was very lucky, pretty well. I had a knee, um, uh, when I played with Melbourne later on. Right. Um, and I got over that fairly fairly quickly, so I was a little bit lucky, but I had no pace to lose, so that was probably a bugger <laughs> in the end. <laughs> you said you were a Melbourne supporter. Yeah. So yeah. although you're residentially tied to Richmond, would I be right to... Did you see Melbourne playing in any of the grand finals, maybe? Oh, yeah. I used to go every week with my parents. Wow. Um, I was there 58 um, when they got beaten by Collingwood. Yeah. They're 64 when Neil Crompton kicked um, the winning goal. You've seen their last uh, premiership, Yes, Warren. I did. Oh, I did. Can you I believe that? Yeah, I can remember 58 when they were expected to win Melbourne and uh, they changed all the numbers because I think they produced the um, the record in the Herald Sun and then they changed all the numbers. Yeah. Uh, it was a very wet day. That was brassy that day and uh, Collingwood uh, were too good. But 64, yeah, that was the Crompton one, the Ray Gablick yes. run. Yes. But, uh, yeah, it's a long time ago, isn't it? But isn't it interesting, though, that those... That there's those certain moments in grand finals that remember the crop, you know, gathering yeah, and all that. And, and yours, in a sense, later on in 73 is a part of that as well, when, when people look through grand final moments. Yeah, they, prob- they probably do. There's, some, there's probably something in, in grand final, someone's taken a spectacular mark or, yeah. um, you know... Um, would have been nice to remember for them, you know, playing well rather than just knocking somebody out. Oh, I feel bad now mentioning that at the start, but I thought I'll get it out of the way first if that's all right. Did you have, was there a Melbourne player that you, you had your number on his back or? Uh, yeah, uh, Froggy Crompton. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. He also played uh, cricket for Victoria as well, so he was a sort of an all-rounder. Oh, yep. Yeah, which we don't see these days, do we? No, we don't. Um, and you, you love Melbourne, you're Residentially tied to Richmond. Yep. Do you get a phone call? Do you get a letter? What happens? How do you get told that you're coming to Richmond? Well, it's a long. Well, that part was the fact that I think I had a school clinic back in those days. You oh, used yes. to get a get a letter or whatever, and they'd nominate they'd, the school would nominate a couple of kids to go down. So, oh, right. and we used to sit there and we'd, we'd get the Boone Spa and uh, we'd, with the you know, the old drinks, the old <laughs> Boone Spa, and we'd get a pie and we'd be really happy. Wow. Um, so. At that stage, I think I was uh, I was playing with Oakley Districts, and I was about I think it was about sixteen, I think at the time, fifteen, sixteen. All right. And I was playing with Oakley Districts, and um, I went down there, and uh, they said, "Oh, who are you playing with?" And I said, oh, "Oakley Districts." And he said, "Well, H, I some play with the seniors, so they must have come out of that stage and had a look." Oh, I see. And um, then um, uh, Swappy came around and um, he said, "Are you interested?" And um, I said, "Yeah." I'll Give it a bit of a thought and ended up going down there. It was the best move I ever made. I was going to say, you didn't just say, look, I'm just waiting for Melbourne to, uh, to pick no, me up. And they no, said, no, sorry, no, son, no. that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, no, no. When Richmond turns up, that's not going to happen, I can assure you. Yeah, so I took the opportunity and um, it all worked out very well. I was very fortunate. And I reckon you wore number 11, is that right? Yeah, uh, you did. I had 45 when I started. Oh, right. Right, and, first um, time. yeah. Yeah, and then went to uh, number 11. So, so when you're number 11, who you got beside you in the change rooms? Uh, I had Kevin Shooty, was 10. Yes. And Robbie McGee, number 12. Of course. Jeez. So I was, I was in good company there. I was well protected there, wasn't I? was going to say, no one's going to mess with you there, aren't they? <laughs> not, a, not a soul. No, just, if they're going to play pranks on someone, it's going to be someone else. It's not going to be you. 
No, no, the, uh, there was a, there was a few of those going around. Did you have a full time job while you were playing for Richmond? Oh uh, yeah, cool. oh yeah, very much so. Uh, I worked I worked in the Department of Youth Sport and Recreation, um, which was a new department that had been formed by the government. And uh, Brian Dixon, who played with Melbourne, um, he was the minister. Oh yes, right. Yep. And the actual um, department head uh, was uh, Bob Keddie. <laughs> and um, he was the departmental head, and his his son was the Bob Kitty at um, uh, at uh, sorry, at uh, Hawthorne, Haw- at Hawthorne. Yes, right. Burke Kitty, sorry, it was Burke Kitty, yeah. yeah. And Bob Kitty was the one playing at Hawthorne, yeah. So it had a real football tinge to the whole department. So did you have to? What was training? Was what Thursdays, Tuesdays, Thursdays? Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, yeah. Did you have to Thanks, leave mate. early or anything to get to training? Uh, no, no, we we used to just catch the uh, catch the train, the tram, and uh, and everything. And uh, uh, I think your dad used to catch the catch the old tram. I think he was worked with the PMG at that stage. Yeah, I think, yep, memory. The old telecom, or whatever it was. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He was and an we instrument catch, maker yeah. or something like that. Some strange. Yeah. Thing, so it? yeah, just catch it, catch the train, and uh, and 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 get there, but. Um, in later years, you know, we used to, uh, when I moved away from the department, um, I used to have a run of a lunchtime, if I could, we could get down there. Gee, we're really um, yeah. And then, you know, there was times when um, I used to take a little bit of annual leave, and uh, uh, which he allowed me to do, and I used to go and do clinics with um, Kevin Sheedy and um, and Tommy, and, um, and also... Um, uh, who else was there? I'm trying to think of all the ones and um, and slug. And I used to learn as much as the kids. <laughs> I'm a bit worried. We've got slug there with the young kids. Just the oh, language yes. that was posted. Did he, did he keep himself in check with the language? Oh yes, he okay. had. To, yes, he had to toe the line with the teachers. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine the Richmond hierarchy going. Oh, we're going to get a phone call or a letter shortly. Uh, <laughs> no, he, no, actually, it was pretty good. Um, I remember we went to Mildura just before the grand final, and uh, uh, went up there with um, with Tommy, with Tommy, and uh, and also uh, Ryan. No, he no, he conducted himself very well. Uh, I had just a couple of other questions. If that's all right. Um, yep. Your f- your first game, I think you you played one solitary senior game. I think in 1971. Would that be yeah, that was against Carlton. How'd you go? Um, I came up back in those days because we didn't have interchange. That's right, yeah. And I think I, I got the ball and got flattened by Vinny White. Oh. And I had a kick, and typical had a shot at goal and kicked a point. So that was the story of my life, I think, kicking points. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, that, that was my first game. That was in 71, I think it was. Correct, yep. Correct. Yep. And, um, that was the only game which we, I think at that stage you look back now and they've obviously given you a taste of, you know, what it's all about and that. So, and may have been, re, you know, a reward for, you know, uh, for playing well on the twos. And then you've got 11 games in 72. 72, yeah. Uh, um, mainly in sort of like the middle section to the end, round six. Yeah, I think probably when, Ke- probably when Kevin went and played uh, interstate and, uh, you right. know, for Victoria and things like that. Or there was an injury or whatever, but, um, yeah, so, yeah, it was a, gra- it was a very gradual. I, I don't know, I probably would have played about 70 or 80 in the reserves. Wow. Of course, these days you wouldn't be old. I can remember, you know, you go back to, uh, Don Scott and, uh, and Michael Tuck and all those sort of guys. They play, I think, played over 100 games in the yeah. reserves for Hawthorne. Yeah. Because these days you, you know, unless you're, um, uh, a player, um, you know, doing well straight away, you, they, they, they can't afford to um, uh, keep going with you. What would you say was your most rewarding year for you personally? 
most rewarding year. Um, uh, Is it the August of 73 or... Yeah, although I must admit... I didn't appreciate it at the time as much as what I do now, oh, right. because it was the norm. That was that's just what happened at Richmond. Wow, yeah. You play. You play, I never. I never really appreciated as what I should have. Sure. It was just. It was a job that we did, and and you just expected to be playing in the grand final, and you were expected to win it. And that was the way it was. And then you sort of, when you didn't play in finals, you thought, "Geez, you know, this isn't good." Yeah. <laughs> and and that's what football's you know all about. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, well, um, how it's old were you at the time? You know, say seventy three. Would have been uh, seventy three. I would have been probably twenty two. Right. So uh, you thought this is this is the norm. It, it's a norm. Yeah. It's a norm. I mean, after after premierships and the twos, and yeah. also the under nineteens, and everyone does this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, seventy three. I think first, seconds, and thirds, and fourths all won premierships. Yeah, that's right. And that was you know it was just the era that was at you know with Graham Richmond and, and Alan Swab and. You know, and Tommy, it was just a normal, normal thing that, you know, that's what you did. Uh, midway through your last year at Richmond, which would be 1974, yep. Richmond travelled to Windy Hill and it became, yes. became known as the Windy Hill Brawl. Yes. You were playing that day? Yes, I was. I reckon yes. I've spoken to about seven or eight people from that game now, including Stephen Parsons. Yep. Um, where were you? What did you do? I was on the wing and it just all just broke out. It just got, um, it just got out of control. You know, people were going in different directions and you're sort of trying to grab guys. And, um, the worst part, I think, was even when we got off the ground, we, we had to walk virtually through a group of, um, Essen supporters to get to the rooms. And it was, you know, we we're copping it there as well. Yeah, yeah. And of course, then we got into the rooms and it was a matter of just trying to settle everybody down. But, mm. uh, on the ground, it was just bedlam. Um, did you get yourself involved in the actual fight? No, not really. Not I, to the extent I, of others, I mean. No, look, look. To be to be honest, I, um, I wasn't. I never got reported uh, at any stage of my career, and um, I wasn't one that went round sort of um, evening things up so much. Right, um, okay. Yep. Uh, but no, look. It was just. It was just battle. I can remember it was just battle on the ground. People going everywhere. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what Mel Bowen remembers, and Stephen yeah. Parsons can, you know, as you know... It was Stephen, just chaos. It was just, chaos. It was just uh, something you probably don't see at league games. It's probably something yeah. you imagine you would see in a park game yep. somewhere yep. else. Or, in a or, minor league. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. And, and anything went. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, that's and we cool. learned about all the ramifications later on, who was involved, and, um, you yeah. know, GR was involved. <laughs> well, that's right. Well, Graham's marched onto the ground. <laughs> yes, doesn't sound like Graham, does No, it? not at all. But Ian, <laughs> Wilson's, Ian Wilson's fine because he was overseas, so he wasn't even there. <laughs> yeah. He was in Spain or somewhere, he said, so that's not a problem. Did you did the club did the club get you to um, do much promotion for the club? Were you involved, like, you know... Did they send celebrities down to the club and you have your photo taken, or did they send you off oh, no, to look, a, a oh, well, clinic somewhere? Look, I wasn't a, a great speaker, um, as you probably realise, but no, I enjoyed doing the I enjoyed doing the clinics with the kids. And as I said, I used to take leave when I was in the yeah. public service. They allowed me to take leave, yeah. and I would go out to the schools with Kevin and 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 um, and all the other guys, as yeah. uh, Ray, Ray Jordan and them. And I just loved doing that with the kids. Um, just out in the parks of Richmond, you know, the, the schools and, and, and that's the part that's disappointing to me that there's not enough of that being done this, this day and age. Mm. 
because kids just love to see players and not in super clinics. I'm talking about, you know, three or four players with, a, with about 40 kids sort of. Right, I see, yes, because I was going to say there's quite large clinics at the grounds. Yep, these were school clinics, you know, oh. we ran, we ran schools, we ran, we ran uh, little, little bits and pieces, handballing and kicking and went back to the basics. Did you ever go back and to look, your primary school? Uh, primary school, uh, no. They didn't, um, they didn't do a clinic, you know, look, uh, look no, at that was our primary school, it's the, you know, premiership player, Laurie Fowler. No, it was actually, it was, um, it was designated, I think, by the league, which, which schools you had to go to. Right, okay. And there was a, there was a sort of a map. And they were the ones that, uh, I think, uh, at that stage, um, Sheets was the promotions officer. He was one That's of right. the, he was the first promotions officer. Yep. And, um, he used to, he had a plan of, you know, what schools they would go to. And a lot of those kids back in the, in the Richmond area, they, uh, they had, they were migrants. They, they didn't know very much about, you know, Aussie rules. Yeah. And it was, was obviously a starting point for some of those kids. Yeah, that's a really good observation, actually, yeah. That, that was their first taste, really. Yeah, yeah. And here, here they got, um, you know, maybe Kevin Bartle and Kevin Sheedy and, and Royce Hart and all those coming out to the school. It was a big, big issue. Yeah. So, 74 um, is an interesting year because the season finishes, well, um, you, you play the last game against Footscray uh, right. in round 22. You you don't play the finals. Yep. Um, not because of injury or anything? No. Okay. Not good enough to get a game. And the next season, Richmond supporters see you wearing a Melbourne Guernsey. Right. How did that happen? And what did, um, the, what did the club get in return? Oh, they got um, uh, Jeff Raines. You were swapped for Jeff Raines, were you? Well, it was it was a three or four way swap. It was a, a deal that was done through Footscray. They got players, um, and in the end, Richmond ended up with with Jeff Rones. Did you have uh, a manager Richmond at did, the time? Sorry, did you have a manager? No, not right. back in those days. No, right? Yeah. No, not at all. And uh, um, it was yeah, you know, it, it, it was just at the point um, uh, seventy four. It was disappointing. It was virtually first emergency. It sort of missed out, and um, you knew what it was like the year before to go through and that. And um, you're happy for all the players, and because there was guys like Daryl Cumming, um, guys that hadn't been in a premiership side, yep. um, and they, they got their first opportunity, and they got their premiership, which was great. Yep. Um, but you still want to play football. You want to play. You've had a taste of it, and um, I had an opportunity. Um, Daryl Cumming worked with Ben Alexander. Remember Alexander's stores? Yes, I do, yes. Okay, well, I used to drop in and talk to Daryl sometimes, and um, Bobby Skilton used to go in there, and he knew Benny Alexander pretty well. And um, Benny Alexander uh, organised a organised the deal for me to go to Melbourne. Wow. With Bobby. Ben yep. Alexander organised it. Well, he was involved. He was talking to Bobby and, and Daryl, and, and you know, I was looking for somewhere that well, I could play league footy, sort of thing. Uh, Fitzroy, I think, approached me at that stage, and I said no, <coughs> and a couple of VFA sides. But um, um, and, that, and that's how it all eventuated from there. And um, you know, Bobby was obviously um, coaching Melbourne at that stage, and that's how I ended up going across. You ended up at the club that you barracked for as a child. Well, I did, yes, yes. So that's actually quite nice, isn't it? it, it look, it was. I, I, you know, you always want to do, you know, to wear a guernsey that you're probably barracked for and that. But, you know, the the, the success was with, with Richmond. Um, and that was the team success, which is 
something you share with everybody. We go back and we have our um, our premiership uh, reunions, uh, which Ian's really good. He organises that, and Mike Perry, and um, you know we're very fortunate over the years that you know with Tommy, even Tommy. I mean, Tommy used to organise our uh, Christmas function. Um, in Richmond there every Christmas he'd ring everybody up individually yeah. I mean we're very fortunate to have had the people around around the club um, that, are, that have just you know sort of made Richmond and very recently just before we, we end our chat very recently the club made a decision to give all premiership players life membership and that in particular meant something really special to you didn't it well, yeah, it, well, it's certainly it's a great honour, and 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 probably that's that's probably my moment. Uh, I'm really uh, chaffed, I suppose, probably the word uh, overwhelmed. It's 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 really something that um, I will certainly cherish. Um, very fortunate. Um, it's very kind of the club, um, and to us Premiership players, I'm sure um, you know it's something that we all will hold dearly to our hearts. It's um, you know it's obviously a bit of recognition, but um, we've always been part of the club anyway. But um, it's a very kind and uh, and thoughtful um, thing. Gee, Richmond really meant a lot to you, didn't it? Yes, it did. Look, yeah. I went through my childhood, uh, you know, sort of uh, later teens and whatnot. Um, it was like a family, and that was the way Tommy uh, Tommy coached. It was a family. He was he was a sort of a father. Uh, father uh, image and uh, he, he used to always call us the boys they're boys you know that sort of thing and um, they're just a very special club they really are and part of our life Richmond was part of our life I mean uh, you know even over the summer we used to do pro running yes. uh, as a group and uh, that was you know it was our social life and uh, it wasn't just running out on the ground every week and, and, and the friendships that um, you, you've had and uh, so I said uh, with Tommy and that he was just a fatherly image and uh, mm. just a wonderful, wonderful human being. Well, uh, can I say on behalf of all Richmond supporters, those who maybe went and watched you in the under-19s, you know, early on in the mornings at the, at the Punt Road ground or some little ground... <laughs> <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere in front of a crowd of, you know, just the parents or something like that, uh, right up to the Richmond supporters who are no doubt just deafening, yelling uh, and roaring at you in the 73 grand final. Thank you for what you did with Richmond. I'm, thank I'm, I'm thanking Richmond for what they've done to me and the enjoyment in life that they have given. I've, I've been a very, very fortunate. My family's been very fortunate uh, to be associated with such a wonderful club. And it's right back at you too, Laurie, I think, from the club as well. Absolutely, yes. So I appreciate the, the chat, so thank you for that.